Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you know what that sound means. It's time for In the Paddock F1, Greeny and the Cheese. And another off-season in the news special. And oh, baby. The silly season's begun even before the season begins. Oh, man. Lewis the Ferrari. Pack them bags. Haas gets a new livery, but nobody cares. Nobody cares. And rumor has it, Alex Albon to Red Bull again on a three-year deal to drive alongside Max Verstappen. We're caffeinated. We're medicated. Greeny, good afternoon, sir. And I, uh, Carlos Sainz is now, as of a couple hours ago, was, was speaking with Williams. So rumor has it. So the madness has begun. The 2025 madness has begun. Very, very interesting. Uh, last week we were talking about long-term contracts getting signed, and now we're talking about complete potential chaos. Um, a lot has happened in the last few, uh, week here, you know. But um, yeah, here we are. Um, we got a Super Bowl coming up here. Eminem and the Detroit Lions did not make it, unfortunately. We have a Super Bowl of of Formula One ahead. Are you excited for the Super Bowl next week at all, Cheese? Yeah, sure. Are you, are you more excited for uh, Lewis Hamilton? I'm more excited so, for Formula One right now because I'm a little sick of the I'm a little sick of Mahomes and the Chiefs. But this isn't no this isn't no NFL this isn't no NFL show. This isn't <laughs> this is this is the, this is this isn't an NFL show. This is an F1 show. So let's get back to business here, sir. So how did this all go down? Because last week we were sitting here with no clue that Lewis Hamilton was going to Ferrari, and now this week we're sitting here and Lewis Hamilton is going to Ferrari. So. How did this hell change so quickly? Um, obviously, it's not for this season. Once again, it's for 2025, but still absolutely shocking for some, maybe not shocking for everyone. What changed? What went down between last Saturday and midweek this week? Cash. Straight cash. Rumor has it, Ferrari offered Lewis multi-year deal at like $100 million a season. So, straight cash, more money than Mercedes was offering. Uh, I think it's a longer deal than Mercedes was offering. It hasn't completely come out what the length of the contract is, but it's multi-year deal. Uh, Lewis had an opt-out after this season for the multi-year you know, deal he signed with Mercedes. He opted out for cash. New challenge. I mean, if he wins his eighth... His eighth world title, breaking the record. He does that in a Ferrari, the most historic team. That's legendary. Not like he wasn't a legend already, but that's absolutely legendary. And most drivers will tell you that never drove for Ferrari. A regret that they would have for racing when they raced in Formula One was not being able to not driving for from the team from Marinello. Jensen Button said it recently. A number of other drivers have said it. You know, they wish that they would have put on the red suit and gotten the red car. It's the most historic team in Formula One. And then to bring a title to that team that hasn't won one since, was it 08? With Kimi? That's correct. That's a, that's a massive challenge and... That would just be legendary. You could end your career right there and there. Winning, bring the title back to Marinello, winning your eighth title, and getting $100 million a season. I'd sign, that, I'd sign those papers too. 
I'm going to say something unpopular because I think we have entered the land of magic mushrooms in like Super Mario <laughs> land and we've gone down the dark pipe hole <laughs> and the dream pipe of potential insanity. All right, you're talking about one of the oldest drivers on the grid and you're not talking about giving him $100 million this year. I'm talking about it next no. year. Yep. Next year. And the year after that. Right, you're talking about a guy who's going to be in his early forties, going to be forty years old, and that is something that is not seen very uncommon in in auto. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm just saying the likelihood of having another Fernando Alonso situation, which is boggles the mind how good he is. Lewis Hamilton, yes, better potentially than than Fernando Alonso. Probably had a better 2023 if you ask the other drivers. Uh, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. But do we have a situation where you are that confident two years from now that Lewis Hamilton will be that much of a factor at Ferrari? And and do you think that if Ferrari is at that level to win championships, it's going to be Lewis Hamilton to win that championship? Or is it going to be the guy they just signed a long-term deal with who's like, you know, 12 years younger, Charles Leclerc. I mean, it could be either of them, to be honest, that could do it. Um, maybe they brought him in also to give Charles Leclerc a little bit different perspective, a little bit more of a grow-up phase. You know, it's time to put up a shut-up kind of deal. Like That's the expensive um, grow-up phase. That's, that's a, well, it's that's, expensive that's, growth, but Ferrari, Ferrari has the money, and Ferrari, it's Ferrari. They're going to go make a splash. I mean, if they could have, if if Max Verstappen would have left Red Bull to join Ferrari, Ferrari would, would have done it. Come on. It's Ferrari. They throw money around. They got the, they went for the splash. They went for the big splash. Hoping it'll pay off. They're hoping for another Fernando Alonso sit, situation right now for sure. But the agent and everything like that. But it's Ferrari. And they Ferrari had to, you know, in their eyes, they had to do something... To shock the world in a way. That's that's that Ferrari. Was, that was pretty shocking, especially when it comes out before the season. How do you feel about? I mean, it was this? shocking. It was shocking. It was shocking when Sebastian Vettel went to went to Ferrari from Red Bull. That was a bit of a shock. Shock I mean, just, shocked the world a little bit, but you know, it didn't pan out the way they would. You know, the way they would have liked. But then their their car's been trash. They'll, they'll admit it themselves. Now, I've heard, you know, good things coming out of Marinello, but they said the same damn thing last year, even though they knew they had a piece of crap. And they straight up and they straight up told some BS story, even though they knew they had rubbish. What is the benefit of the story coming out now, right? What is the benefit of the situation happening now as opposed to midseason at the break, maybe? Uh, why is this coming out now, and how is that going to affect Mercedes and you Ferrari. know as far you know as much as I know. Even if they wanted to keep this till mid season, you think that secret would have would have been slipped out the door by somebody? Because you know if the deal was done, if somebody would have told you know people at Mercedes and somebody way down the food chain say something to somebody in the papers. You you know this, you know this. Probably everything gets out. Everything gets out. I mean, I'm sure they don't want to know that Alex Albon is going to be possibly going to Red Bull. I'm sure Red Bull didn't wouldn't have wanted that out already. Everything leaks nowadays. This is true. 
you know, everything leaks. So you're not going to keep it a secret. So if, 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 if it's a done deal, it's going to come out anyway. So why not just announce it? What's the point of I, waiting? I don't know. The, I, the, I, I, I guess you're right. I guess you're going to prevent rumors. I guess you're going to prevent, um, you know, situations that are just going to be distractions. I yeah. guess it's going to be distraction regardless. I don't know. It's just, it's all, it's always strange when you do things so far ahead where so well, many yeah. things can happen. I mean, you have no idea what's going to happen this time next year. If Lewis Hamilton can have a terrible 2024 season with Mercedes and, and Mercedes yeah. could have the top three car on the grid and they could have, he could be the second best driver. What happens if Lewis Ham- Hamilton is the second best driver at Mercedes this year? It is what it is then. Hopefully, he'll do, do better in the, when he comes to Ferrari. So he can, so he could say at that point. I mean, that's an honest question, isn't it? Yeah, that's an absolutely that's an honest, honest question. question. Well, let's hear what you guys have to say. We're going to be up on YouTube very, very soon. We're going to get this episode up today on YouTube. We're going to get this episode uh, uh, wide, of course, and all all your favorite podcasts. We got a bonus, the bonus interview, which I never put on. Last time, we're going to put it on this time. Uh, that was the interview in Madrid with our good friend um, Tino, uh, who Florentino Sanchez Sanchez, who helped us out and gave us a great interview out there in Madrid at the Plaza del Sol, the beautiful Plaza del Sol. That is the Plaza of the Sun in Espanol. Uh, so that was a. Uh, si, si, senor. That was a great time out there. And then. Um, yeah, and then, of course, you know, hit us up. Make sure because. We have, because of you guys and because of everyone's support, we have been uh, getting more and more offers for sponsorship. We don't want to be sponsored by anyone. We don't want to sell you guys stuff. But you guys got to help us out. You guys got to tell your friends, hook us up, help us out, tell everyone you know to listen to In the Paddock F1 with Greeny and the Cheese. Uh, We're going to start getting a lot of stuff online. So start liking it, start following us there, start building our brand up so we don't have to talk you guys products we don't want to do that we want to talk to you guys so uh help us out with that and um yeah i will leave you with the this the round table is continuing like i said earlier carlos Sainz is talking to williams what else are you hearing in the round table and any predictions predictions that will happen between now and shortly the short very short four weeks we have uh between the actual rubber hits the road here uh, at our first race of the season. Any other predictions for shakeups in 2025 that will come out as um, far as drivers? The silly season's begun already, so it's on now because now everybody's going to start scrambling. You know this and I, you, you, you know this, and everybody knows this. Once the silly season begins, it's on. And you gotta, you're going to have to pull the trigger earlier, earlier this year than in the past because now Mercedes is going to be looking for another driver too. And there's names floating around for that seat. I've heard Carlos with that seat as well. I've heard a number of drivers for that seat. It's it's on like Donkey Kong right now. On like Donkey Kong. Well, we got the the season preview coming up on the 24th of February. So we got that coming up for y'all. We got the first race the week after that on March 2nd. So we got that coming up for y'all. And we're going to probably squeeze an episode or two in between there. I want to get back to Steak F1 and this whole steak thing. Oh, man. It is. It, it's it's looking shadier and shadier. And then we, of course, have the Visa <laughs> Business Card app. That's getting shadier and shadier. The Andretti thing. 
is getting shadier and shadier. So we have a bunch of stuff to talk about before we even get to the preview show. So we'll definitely be back with at least one more show, hopefully two, uh, before we get to the 24th preview show. And before we get that to that interview, Cheese, what do you got to say, brother? Oh, as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace. I am here in beautiful Madrid uh, with our amazing tour guide, Tito, who took us around all downtown Madrid. We just left Plaza del Sol, is that correct? Yeah. And um, today was a big announcement for Formula One in the Formula One world right here in Madrid. Uh, they announced after 40-year absence, Formula One is going to return to Madrid. This was the oldest street race in the world is actually in Madrid. 1913 was actually the first street race in the world here in Madrid. It's going to make a return after 40 years. How do the people here feel about it? How do you feel about it? How do the citizens of Madrid feel about a, a race, a street race coming back here after 40 years? Uh, well, uh, I think most of the people are not that informed uh, so far. <laughs> it was just a few it, hours it, ago. Yeah, yes, it will come in the, the new, but, well, uh, um, um, many people heard about that, and uh, well, we are very happy. We are very, very happy about that. We, we are very happy about having that in Madrid. Yeah. yeah, they say it's going to be 450 million euros and up to 10,000 jobs. This is not, not this year. It's not till 2026. Um, obviously, everything's fresh uh, as far as the news is concerned. But um, how do we feel about the economy? Does the economy of Madrid need a race like this? Yes, yeah, I think so. And uh, that's actually the result of the activity of the, of the regional leader that has actually uh, cared very much for, for bringing this, this uh, <laughs> asset to, to town. And uh, it's one of the things that came in the news that has become something also political. Right, political in order to promote uh, the, the uh, politicians and themselves as people that bring uh, investments no? and, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, help uh, financially the region to to uh, to go further. Right. So we're going next to Barcelona. We're going to see how the people feel about there about losing the race. I'm not going to ask you about <laughs> losing the race in Barcelona, but. Tino, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. And if you are ever in Madrid, look up Tino. He's the best tour guide in Madrid. Make sure, <laughs> make sure to see him, okay? okay.